Hey, it's the Fosters After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're breaking down Season 4, Episode 6, called Justify, and you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hi, guys. Hey. Ladies. How are you? Great. Good, thank you. What an episode this was. Holy hell. I loved it. Woo, we've got a lot to talk about. You're watching the Foster's After Show. It's on AfterBuzz TV. If you want to tweet live with us, we tape around 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Jillian has the phone. I do. Is checking Twitter. You can tweet at Jillian, at Jillian Left, and hashtag ABTVFosters. We love hearing from you. We also love hearing your messages on iTunes and YouTube and tweeting throughout the week. Let's do other intros. Jillian, I already kicked it off for you. Take well, it away. thanks for introducing me, <laughs> Jeff, but um, I tweet from at Jillian Left, and uh, this one, we've missed her for the past two weeks. I know, oh I've missed God. all of you. I'm Stephanie Georgie. You can tweet me at Stephanie Georgie. And I'm Jeffrey Masters, a tweet from Jeff Masters 1. Hannah is out this week. Okay. Know what else is out? What? Possibly them of their house. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> but like, I'm giggling, but like, it's not funny. It's, it's not, not funny, funny at It's all. very stressful. Oh, as you saw, Lena is the most stressed person on the show. But wow. she was incredible this episode. I agree. Mm. It, we've. This is the most upset we've ever seen her. Taking it out on her kids. Not that I think it was unwarranted at right. times. But, okay, do we think that they're going to lose the house? No. no. You don't think so? No. no. However, if they do, it would just be a good opportunity to expand the family in some way where they would get a larger house. But I just don't think... It, it's either going to be the same or be better. Well, how would they get a larger think- house? Robert um, Quinn. <gasps> wait, keep talking, Jillian. Yes, yes. I know, wait. Yes. I was like, I'm ready to hear more. Continue. Okay, wait. So, like, Robert Quinn bought the house for Girls United, and he's all about rescuing people. So I'm feeling like possibly he might want to rescue the Adams Foster family. After all, we haven't seen him in, what, a full season? Yes. We don't know, do we? So that is my theory. I will save the rest for predictions, but I feel like that's plausible. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, it's kind of like he disappeared, and just from what I've seen on Twitter, um, like, uh, the sister is back, Sophia. Yes. She's back in the finale Amazing. Amazing. Um, so I don't know, like, whatever. Or they're gonna don't, like, they're gonna, uh, save the family by having them keep the house and then he gives them some money. Yes. I have no idea. (laughs) That's what I think. I think Sophia will come around. Thank you. I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, piggyback on you mm-hmm. uh, Sophia will definitely come around she's gonna overhear it Callie and the kids won't even know but Sophia will know and then Sophia will tell her dad and then her dad will come and talk to the parents okay so you're saying that Sophia will pull a Brandon Foster <laughs> why does Sophia and... sound so weird I feel like we met... Sophia no it is Sophia it is, it is Sophia. Sophia yeah it's just, just like we, we haven't talked about her yeah, in exactly. so long oh, wait, we could sell one of like Sophia's like mom jackets those things are yes! designer yes that's probably all cashmere too that's really expensive Fish, those are some like Chanel sweaters I know she the, listen she looks like a beautiful Orange County housewife yes Stafford mom yeah absolutely <laughs> okay so I just think the world where Game of Thrones will kill off all your favorite characters mm-hmm. and every show thinks that's trendy um they have taken people out of the show before. I just wonder if they're going to take them out of their house and just uproot them entirely. Well, I mean, I definitely could see that. In um, 
you know they didn't take they didn't switch houses but in uh what is it called what's the, uh, the show called uh, melissa and joey mm-hmm. they redid the entire house i'm saying like i don't know they that sounds a lot less traumatic it does sound a lot less because they have <laughs> the money and everything really ritzy but it, i would i would still think that i just um, don't think it would be in a smaller house well okay so um queso <laughs> i want some Sorry, I'm five years old. Um, Andrew Barry said Robert has a construction company, so it could happen. Also, Brandon, I, I, what if Brandon decides to build them a house? Gabe, with Gabe's Gabe, help. Gabe, I mean Gabe. Gabriel. Sorry, I keep thinking Brandon because I was a little obsessed after last week's pants. Oh, I have to say it. Damn. What if they move in with Brandon, Brandon, and Courtney? Stop oh, it, by the way, is there any way that we can contact him and ask him to wear those pants on the show? I'm a DM him. Okay. Okay. So I'm trying to say um, like that. At This Is China Here said it wouldn't be the same if they lost the house. We've seen it since the pilot, which I do think, it, uh, you know, certain things uh, provide anchors for TV yes. shows. And I feel like in order to have the uh, ship sail, if we will, um, I think that it will be way more traumatic for fans than I feel like the the show could ever anticipate and I think they're going to end up staying right where they are but extending the house I don't know if Lena's parents are going to end up on the right side of things because let's be honest her dad <laughs> bless you um, could he go to jail for this stuff I mean he hasn't paid the IRS yeah, he owes them a lot of money so Lauren Hill did he could get thrown in jail <laughs> Lauren Hill I missed you girl <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's true. She did. She, those taxes can get you, everyone. Pay your taxes. I don't want to say anything controversial. Just kidding, I do. Just kidding. Just kidding, um, I do. I think that it could actually be a brave and wonderful opportunity if they did lose the house. Just to have them move in somewhere else and to shake the, like, the show up that much. Mm-hmm. Um I, just, I think it'd be like our big brave choice, but this show has done things that we've not seen any other TV show do. I guess you're right. Well, you know what would be great is if they moved to La Jolla, which is too expensive for the record, but that way they would be near UCSD and maybe everyone else will apply to that college and then we'll just continue to see them in school. <laughs> and then <laughs> Lena leaves Anger Beach and she becomes a dean of students. So they get a discount on college and then they can all go to the same school. And then Brandon... It's like Mr. Feeney all over again. <laughs> Brandon will live at home because he can't afford dorms. Yeah. Yes, and then he can just go to USD for music. Oh, oh we solved man. the problem on this okay, show. Okay, so everything's going to be all right, everyone. Don't worry. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> we predicted the Anna and Mike relationship. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he never forgets when he says something right. I know. Right. I'm pretty sure oh, I predicted actually, it too, I though. Actually, I didn't remember any of that, but someone tweeted me. We're like, you are right. And I was like, I love hearing this. What are you talking about? <laughs> Tell me it again. Yes, again. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've been talking about how stressed Lena is. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that she's still sticking up for her father, though. Mm-hmm. She, He's the she's well, a daddy's first. girl, though. At first. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you kind of get defensive. Like, I guess yes, I can exactly. relate to this in a sense where... Like, if you have a significant other, right, and you talk to your parents about them, mm-hmm. and then they decide to infuse their opinion onto it, you're like, whoa, 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 I didn't ask you for your opinion, I'm just telling you. And Which you, I think that's what it was. It is, because it's like, let me talk to, about my parents that way, but you didn't grow up with us, relax. Just because you don't like your dad doesn't mean we have to hate mine. I just can't wait till I'm old enough to speak <laughs> to my parents We just got defensive like for Lena. <laughs> we were like, you know what, Steph, I will back get a down. I know. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, and then we briefly mentioned Brandon, but the scene with oh Lena and Brandon saying, like, make brilliant. this right. And what did she say? Character is yes, easier. Yes, oh, I'm so happy you wrote it down. Oh, Remember I that character last, stays together where um, change something. Oh, please tell me you did write it down. I didn't. Sorry, everyone. I wasn't taking my notes. However, while you're looking, I'm going to talk about that. I it's, have written down Lena has had it. Yeah. She has had it. Characters easier to stay. Characters easier maintain to maintain. Than to like make up for or something. Make up for or something it's, like that. Gosh, it's it. easier to maintain character than make up for it or something like that. Can we pause the show, please? Yeah, we're just going to, I'm going to run out. Find rewind. This I have it written down. Do I have, how many pages do I have written down? Well, regardless, I hate to say this, but I really love when real stuff happens on the show. And her, I love, I just love, I'm obsessed with Lena and Brandon's dynamic, you know? Mm-hmm. And... It was just so nice to see her be angry, you know? There, there's just there's no way that people don't get angry like that. And I get that there might be households that are just, like, so peachy king, but this this is real. This is a family. I, I think I it. just like seeing uh, that side of their Lena relationship. Yeah, yes. Lena and Brandon, because we always think, obviously, that Steph is the disciplinarian mm-hmm. and she is his biological mother. Um, so, you know, she tends to lay it in a lot harder on him, I think. Yeah. And for her to be unaware of all of this stuff... Is what I like even more. Yeah. It's just like, Lena's trying to handle it, among other things, but this is just really setting her off because, you know, we've brought it up in the past before, but a lot of people tweeted at me today when I mentioned that I watched the show and how... Brandon has made mistakes over and over again, and he's not learning from yeah. the mistakes. Whereas Callie has. More Callie or less, has grown more or less. Lot. But I can see why they get frustrated. I mean, I'm not going to lie. In, in my home, I remember the repetitive mistakes and not the same ones exactly yeah. but you know things that you do when you're in high school and when you're you're kind of old enough to feel like you realize what's understand like what's going on and your parents you believe that your parents have given you the wisdom to do so but then you're just still not the adult you still don't know what you're doing I agree and you know it, Lena kind of has backed up what we're saying now when he said I I made this right and she said like when he bought back all the no, ideas like she and it's the action. It's the action itself. Like you have to realize, just because you're making it better, doesn't mean you already did it. I know. I mean, you didn't already do it, right? That's a good point. Okay, I found the exact quote. Oh, okay, thank go. God. Jeez. Let me say it. <clears throat> character, 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 character is much easier kept than recovered. Damn. Yes. That's what it was. Mic drop. Bam. Mic drop. Yes. Uh, mic drop. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, I was like, oh my God, I hope I don't break it. I'm just like trying to drop her actual mic. Uh-huh. I know, right? That's pretty clever. Okay, I want to do a special segment one time on our show, and I never want to repeat it again. Okay. Okay. Courtney was wonderful. I know. Courtney was wonderful. <laughs> Name the segment. Bam. Um, just kidding. That's a strong too hard. That's a little too strong of a word. I know. You're right. Talk to me. She's better. How about props for Courtney? There you go. <laughs> props for Courtney. She sold her surfboard. This was a baby step. Yes. When I wanted a leap for all mankind. Right. But a baby step is in the direction of a leap. You're right. She, like, her little, like, hobbit feet, you know, they can't walk as far. Mm -hmm. She's not, like, Neil Armstrong. Right. But she's making progress. She is still stealing thousands from a child. Yes, she is. Uh, and Jeff, you're brilliant as well, by the way. Props. Um, Can I just, (laughs) I I need to um, just mention this tweet because uh, Mr. Jesse Jesse has been making me crack up, not only on the pre-Periscope before the show that I did, but just now. He said, Brandon and Court's ship name should be Titanic. They're cute, but they're sinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, Jesse Jesse. I loves you. 
I love that. That's, I had to, I, that's their ship name. That's the Titanic. I had to Titanic. dig deep for that tweet, but oh my God. Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, um, Lizette uh, Escobar said, court was decent. She made a small gesture. Progress. Mm-hmm. Yes, small gesture, Lizette. I'm just happy uh, that like, she finally realized to say, you shouldn't be the only one making sacrifices. No, sweetheart. He shouldn't be making any sacrifices. Um, Lindsay McNeff said, yay, Jeff finally has something nice to say about court. <laughs> Sorry. I was more something a little <laughs> factual about her, him, her. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was factual. Um. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sarah Fortin said, "I was so proud of Lena for going off on Brandon for his mistakes." Um. And then Maddie tweeted the tweet for us. I mean, the, the quote for us, which you kindly oh. read. Oh, so, thank you, Maddie. Um. Yeah. You know, people are just really going crazy and also to stick with Lena people are also talking about uh, her going off on Callie right but and that's a little yeah. bit of um, leftover anger you know mm-hmm. she's just getting frustrated with her children and then which more is, so Callie and Brandon because it's like what's wrong with the two of you why do you guys think you can do whatever you want all the time it's just so normal in a family like th- people just keep poking you and eventually you're gonna blow up mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting too that money issues are surrounding everybody Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to be nitpicky, I really don't like that all these money issues are happening simultaneously to the big 40th birthday party we saw last week. Yeah. It seems I have like to a little agree. bit poor planning. Oh, right. And, because there was spending there. Yeah. Not that like these characters are like financial heroes who like know how to spend money, but I just think when money's that tight, granted they didn't know they might be losing their house then. Right. I just think you don't do that lavish of a but party. But even regardless of knowing or not knowing about the the house situation and all that stuff, which they found out at the party. People throw money for their birthday. People do put money in for the birthday, but they just spent all of that money on Gabe's thing. So for me, it's oh, like right. it, I get it's a 40th birthday, but like why don't why don't the mamas just go away for the weekend, just the two of them? Or why don't they have a small thing at the house? Like believe me, I've been to a ton of parties where it's just a lasagna in the oven and a birthday cake, and everyone's happy and so you know good. just about being so together. Long. So. For me, I agree with you, Jeff, that it did feel a little bit um, like TV. Yeah. Which this show does not feel like all the time. And that's why I love it so much, but that felt a little too TV for me. Yeah. Okay. You know, Juilliard takes so few students Mm -hmm. into their any program, let alone the piano, which Brandon is, trying to um, get in for. I'm trying to wonder if he's good enough for it. Right. What over after hearing him play today or no, oh no, not judging like based on like Talent. anything I've heard. Just judging based on um so few students get in and um th- um T V shows tend to make their children like rock stars at every at one thing. Right. You know, the piano player, the the science nerd, the dancer. Mm. And not everyone has that kind of skill. Right. Especially that early. Absolutely. So, it doesn't mean that they're not talented, it's just no. not no, yeah, it's totally fine. Like, how many people did theater in high school and, like, never again? Exactly. Yeah. And different things like that. I played piano growing up for nine years. Like, I was never going to even audition back yeah. once. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, then, if that's the case, like, what is Brandon's path going to be? I definitely think that he'll probably stay in the creative side. He might not end up in Juilliard, um, even though his passion is classical. But, you know, San Diego has pretty good music programs, and there's things that he can get into should he want to. And also... I think that if he got accepted into Juilliard, it would be a little bit too TV, meaning he has to kind of learn a lesson at this point. If he doesn't get accepted, then, then that's in his, on him 
you know whereas he I think he's almost expecting to get accepted but is thinking well I'm not going to be able to go anywhere because of money it's like no yeah. you need to know that no you didn't even get accepted you lost your chances yeah like Leah Michelle got into the best school in the world on Glee but that show right. was a little more fantastical right it made sense and she was yeah. the most in- oh my god yeah also yeah she but can't to even that say point, words of how amazing she is but to that point they also did separate storylines on the show and brought them only together for a few episodes that's true so it could be the case where Brandon I mean episode 9 is called New York a lot of the fans have brought that up to us we don't know what that means yet I haven't read any synopses of the episode we don't know I don't want to know but, oh I think I know but I would hope that they would go to the school for this audition that they have been talking about all the time, and especially that they re-brought it up again this episode, how he really needs to be rehearsing, and yes, he has been rehearsing at the house, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I feel like when they recall things constantly, it's obviously leading up to something, so I'm hoping that he doesn't screw it up for himself. Um, Regardless, he's a talented kid, I just think he needs to figure his stuff out. Because right now, I mean... What if maybe Callie's doing like a campus tour? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she uh, likes NYU. She said she was from NYU when she was. Uh, oh, right. That was just a the mystery that was, woman. That was the line. That was Cameron speaking. These Cameron. are expensive schools. They are. All I'm going to say. <laughs> just I wanted to go to NYU. Too. Um, oh, and another thing that the fans brought up um, about the Callie and Lena interaction was when they said, when she said, you, ha- you have to commit to this family. Yes. Which I thought was like, shocking a little bit Be- because you're afraid of how Callie would have taken that I think so oh, I agree but I think Callie and a lot of what I've noticed in a lot of shows and an experience I think a lot of young adults a lot of youth uh, they want someone to care enough to be angry like that they want after seeing all their friends being disciplined and their parents getting mad at them they don't have anyone to care about them so I understand that the words may have been a little bit harsh, but it's one of those things where, no, I'm not, I'm comfortable with you now, and I'm going to say what I want to say, because I'm your mother. And, and I agree that that's, like, an amazing thing, that they feel comfortable yelling at her, which you do in hit families, mm-hmm. but I think, like, it irked me, because, like, the fight wasn't about that. Right. That's what I've seen her project. True. She could, I mean, Lena can eventually apologize, but I think when it's committing to the family, just, like, follow the family rules, house rules, commit to us. We've already told you what to do. You've changed your project three times. She's just being kind of old Callie. I mean, right when she said that she thought it was lame, I got mad, too, and I was like, oh, man, I hope you get in trouble for that. Thank God she did. I think it would be a different story if Callie and Brandon didn't hook up and they didn't have that to sort of hold above both of their heads. I feel like the way that they're reacting is because they did a really bad thing, and mm-hmm. also we still have not talked about it, and it's just another thing that's getting, like, pushed away because Brandon moved out. How convenient yeah. that we're... Are we gonna ever have this conversation? I mean, really have the conversation? Right. So I think that also Lena used that to sort of point and make things a little bit heavier than they would have been, because right. in the past they've coddled Callie, and they really haven't told her like it is, although they know that she's a tough girl and she can take it. I think there was always that fear of how is she going to react? And Mm -hmm. this time I think Lena was okay with saying it because it's like you have no right to react in any way except for to listen to me. Yes. I I think she's keeping so much bottle up inside of her too. She's this major moral dilemma Mm -hmm. to with Brandon and and the SAT scores. Mm -hmm. Um, Little Miss Hungry said, I think the commit to the family line made Callie think about the sex thing, which I think so too. Oof. I, mean, I don't know. It's like I honestly, don't, I don't know. Yeah, but that's always still a mistake. I understand that that could that that's still gonna you know hang over them. But they also just found out, and that should just be understood. And I'm not gonna lie. As much as I've always been a brawly ship, it's so funny to me that now that the parents know, it's one of those things where like, nope, there's there's disciplinary actions. There's like protocol for this yeah. kind of a thing. 
So it doesn't really matter anymore. I mean, I kind of don't care. I hope that Brandon and Courtney stay together a little bit longer and that everything is forgotten so that it can rekindle the proper way. Yeah. It was really emotional, too, I thought, for the audience to see, like, the seven homes that Callie's been in depicted Mm -hmm. on screen, like, in one picture. Yeah. I have to say, though, I like the project better now that she sewed the canvas back up after stabbing it because... It really, I mean, if we're talking from, like, an art perspective. Exactly. Like, believe me, I'm not an artist she at is. all. You're but, a singer. <laughs> you are an well, artist. Well, yeah, but, like, not like an artiste. Um, I just thought that it gave, it, it told more of the story. Absolutely. That it wasn't it such a clean slate because her slate has never been clean. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, after the adoption, even, like, she's had a, a bumpy road, but... Mm-hmm. Or the adoption. Have we ever seen papers? Right. Also, which is another thing that fans always bring up to me. Like, do we really know? <laughs> um, oh, God. Yes, we do. Know. We do definitely know. Um, so, I don't know. I I like the way that it's going, and I'm happy that Lena finally forced her to finish something. Yes, me too. I mean, that's, and you know, that's Lena being a, both a teacher, an educator, and a mother, which is wonderful. And I think the artist part of it is really going to add so much more to it. And it makes it, again, real. And it reflects perfectly to what she's been through. Meaning all of these places may have looked perfect, but they weren't. And it's a nice reflection with the conversation that she had with Aaron. Aaron spoke so beautifully when he said, you got to love that little girl. You have to remind her because she's still inside you. And it was nice to hear him say, I hate to see myself. You know, there's things in our past that we can't you know, ignore, it is what it is, and we lived it, and like he said, you you just got the, a raw deal for that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was great. A, it was really great. I thought it was an amazing coming out for a trans character on TV, mm-hmm. just because um, we have so few examples of that on TV, exactly. and a lot of them are, like, really fraught and dramatic and yelling, and this was so lighthearted, it was so easy, and, like, such a non-issue, yes. and I think that's so important to, like, to see that that exists. That's right. a reaction that exists. Mm-hmm. I... I- I thought that it was great. And and even it was funny too because how many times do we meet someone and then we say like, "Oh, I have a trans friend." "Oh, I, oh, I have a black friend." Yes. "Oh, I have they like it's like good for him for good calling for her out." That means nothing. Because that's yeah. hysterical and then just knowing how small the trans community is in the San Diego area for him to be like, "Oh yeah, I know Cole." He's oh, great. Right. I Which know. I Seriously. thought that was great. That was I, great. It, it kind of knocked me out honestly, like how like amazed I was at like, "Oh my god, finally, yes." Like, <laughs> right? like this show got it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they get many things right, but um, many shows don't get like trans representation right. right. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. I do like how he I'm surprised that that Kelly didn't have a, a bit of a larger like reaction like, I think she's very oh, comfortable I she mean is. I get of... that but still I would have just been like oh wow and thank you for sharing I think that oftentimes like a larger surprise could seem like I don't want to say like disrespectful but come across as rude that's too. true mm-hmm. so um, I know that I'm and like when my friends who come out to me as trans it's been like oh okay cool yeah, yeah, like, yeah, thanks for true. sharing to me and you, you and, you're, like, Whoa. and you're making yeah. sure yeah that's right yeah you don't want right. to say like ah oh, or you don't, you don't want to say like um, I, like oh I thought so I had this conversation last week with actually my friend who uh, is trans I so. and I said like what is the proper like how my, do you approach or ask you um, just shouldn't really you just gotta respect the person yeah, right I don't think you should ever ask yeah. just cause they will tell you if they want exactly but um if they do tell you I was asking my friend, like, what is the proper response? Because, like, for one person, I kind of suspected. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to say, like, yeah, I clocked you, yeah. you know? So, um, and I, I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky subject. I thought she Right, because could you perfectly. even say, oh, interesting. You know, like, that, that wouldn't even be right. Like, what do you mean, why? I think, like, oh, thank you for telling me. Like, thank exactly. you for sharing that with me is, like, appropriate. Um, it is. Beyond that, it's case-by-case basis. Tis true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and speaking of the cases, <laughs> the guy's still in prison. 
You like that segue? Is that a good segue? Or yeah. Bad? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, shout out to the lefties out there. Hey, he's going to save his butt. Yeah, that's up? true. I'm excited for Bluff. that. Left, I know. It's like always like, oh, Jillian left. Hi, left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I I liked that. I like uh, Callie and Aaron working together. I think that it's also important to note, you know, that Lena said that she needs to not be focusing on this. She yes. needs to be focusing on other things outside of this because we know that Callie gets consumed very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, that but this happen. is interesting that, you know... Somebody thought one thing was a throwaway, and then it just takes a second look. And Do we actually think that a prosecutor or lawyer could have looked past that? That's exactly what I thought. The moment it happened, right when she read that, I was like, mm, wouldn't they have done all the tests? Like, would it-? But he had a public defender. But also, like, I'm saying a, a missing page, even. Well, then there would have to be... That means that someone was involved trying to protect themselves. Yeah. Someone had, like, a foot in or... And that's what staff said. Now staff is on the case, you know. Oh, she did? Yeah, well, she's the one that... In the very beginning. Uh, oh, you're right. When yeah. she came in and started discussing it with her. Yeah. Well, then there you go. That's exactly it. Yeah. In right. addition to having, a like, a public defender who wasn't probably all invested into yeah. the case. Yeah, well, Lena said, I think you should give this up. Like, I think staff is now fully on board, especially since that there, like, was an injustice in right. her mind. I think even more so now when, when Callie shares with her mm-hmm. what's up. Because right now, nobody knows because it was just a voicemail left. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, Callie's all about righting wrongs, which I think is is amazing. Um, but she's literally tried to right every wrong she's faced. And it's kind of just like, okay. Right. That's a really great point. Yeah. I could almost, I if, if Callie didn't go into, like, artistry, I could almost see her becoming a cop. <laughs> or not a cop, but, you know, well, something we, we in think, the justice, like a yeah. lawyer even. Well, we were thinking that um, Aaron would be a positive influence in the sense that maybe Callie could take the internship that he has. Um, and when, get into when law? He's, yeah, when he's done with it and do something that, like, he's doing because, you know. That'd be incredible. It's, I, I hope to see a scene with all of them together, like the people that Aaron's been working with, Callie, to get, like, a better sense of things. Because we saw how much she thrived when she was working at the, like, the Foster Center. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, By the way, the actress that played Justina directed this episode. (gasps) Fun fact. Wow. Found that that out on Twitter today. fun fact. Um, She even thrived working with Justina, although that turned Mm -hmm. out poorly. Yeah. So it all sort of, like, centers around the care of others that have been wrong, Mm -hmm. essentially. So who knows? Maybe she'll work for... um, What's the the place that uh, Adnan Said <gasps> uh, the it's oh. not Project Justice I forget what it's called I know but anyway it. they find these cases that have mistakes like this and then they try to investigate and get it to be reopened and retried Oof, the blank so much project work. yeah the something project I, I forget somebody's gonna oh tweet it god, at me the innocence project the innocence that's what it is <gasps> oh my god cereal um, now we're talking not yeah cereal right. <laughs> love cereal absolutely and the Lucky other charms. thing that <laughs> Callie that I think is so subtle but I really want to point out is her relationship with AJ is so nice and normal mm-hmm. and just good. Yes. Whereas it's not fraught with drama as right. many other relationships are. And I think that's really important to point out that she's able to have that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised at how serious they've gotten. Um, like, hint, hint, preview. I know. But oh, I do, yeah. right? Oh, God. Uh, 
can you please cover her shoulders? Because I don't oh want to see them. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm embarrassed for her. I just don't want to see that. I'm like, why couldn't we see a scene like that with Callie on top of Brandon? I guess we just weren't ready for it yet. That's okay. So I was going to say that I love their relationship and how easygoing it is, especially because I feel like AJ is Callie's escape, mm-hmm. in addition to the guy who understands her completely because he's gone through the same thing. So we see right now that Callie and AJ have no drama, which mm-hmm. obviously is not going to last long. Right, because then they get caught up in their bedroom. Um, Yeah, but also the fact that in the 40 episode, when Aaron sent Callie the text of the jib-jab, like the dancing Callie, Mm -hmm. AJ saw that and saw her smile and kind of was like a little pissed. Yeah. And then when she tried to get him to dance, he was like, nah, nah, nah. I guess he just got over it, but I feel like if Aaron's going to be around, which I think he is going to be around, it's going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah, because Aaron's like kind of good at like being there and like sweet I would have kissed him in that moment that he was like talking to me I would be like oh my god I love you in the in the in the garage brush. like it was just so sweet it was a really tender moment people are able to have those feelings though and not act on them that's true yeah. absolutely well, well essentially is what we're seeing what we're seeing but also yeah. because Callie has that respect for AJ absolutely she, and she I don't I don't think she has any interest in anything more than that however she did kiss Aaron so yeah time Already. will tell does anybody want to talk about marijuana Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> Actually, I have a funny story, and I don't think my parents are going to watch this, so it's fine. But oh my god, now I'm scared for you. Well, no, actually, well, it now was, I'm scared for me. It was kind of scary. It like um, Jude's storyline brought back like a lot of flashbacks for me, and you know, some people aren't aware. Like I was very naive when I was uh, an adult and have tried marijuana before, um, but. There's all these different edibles that you can have, and, Mm -hmm. like, especially in California. There's strands. Yeah. If you have a medical card, you can pretty much go in and get whatever you want. A medical Um, card like Noah. Yeah, like Noah. Um, So the gummy worms were not a shock to me. I know some people were tweeting me, like, I didn't know they could do that. I'm like, honey, they do everything. Yeah. Um, You can get, like, popcorn. You can get lollipops, The most delicious one that I've ever had in my life was a pumpkin roll with, it was, with a cream cheese filling. (sighs) See? Oh okay. my <laughs> goodness! Everything. Sorry, it was but anyway. So, um, the, I just want to make this an advertisement. No, 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 it's so not. The, don't worry. So, um, the one and the first and last time that I tried something edible, like Jude did, um, I had a very different reaction to it. So I don't recommend it, and it kind of scared me. And the fact that he's just popping worms into his mouth, he has no idea about the dosage. Yeah, you like. There are so many things that could go wrong in this situation, and for the moment, yes, it looked fun, they were playful, he had sort of, like, somebody there that he trusted and that guided him through it, Mm -hmm. but as far as just popping it before you go into class, (laughs) what are you thinking, dude? Like, you don't even know. Wait till he, like, like, trips or something. 12 minutes, no, like, about 15 minutes into the test. It's not going to be before, good. yeah, before a test. No, but I'm saying, okay, mind you, edibles also. If you eat it, you're like, oh, it doesn't do anything to me. That's because it doesn't hit you until later, and you have to be careful because again, the dosages count. So that's why it was very dangerous. Think, and if he kept going, ooh. I think it's going to be really bad. But I think it's also something that it was important to bring up, and the conversation that Jude had with Brandon. Because remember when Brandon tried brownies? Yeah, that was like the first time we saw <laughs> the pot on the and he was like freaking out and tripping out and we were like oh my god Lou with the drugs like she's the worst um, but also the best love you Ashley um, <laughs> and the drug? it was just like funny that they had this conversation and then Brandon was like 
uh, what did you say? Don't it's like, try. It's like an acid trip. Wait, yeah, that was a bad example. Do I've never done acid before. <laughs> I think it's an important thing to bring up. But I, yeah. just the way that they did it, I hope that there's consequences because there are when you don't know how to use it. You know what, though? On yeah. this show in particular, on any show, because it's scripted and because it's planned out, every action has a major consequence mm-hmm. and there's always a lesson to learn. And yet in life, things like this happen and maybe he has like a bad little like reaction to it and sometimes your parents don't find out those things. And I think it's important yeah. when you're growing to have these kind of secrets. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to have uh, like a resolution sometimes and not have your parents involved. And right. you can still learn from it without getting in trouble. Exactly. Because like his mom is part the of vice principal of the school. Like uh, how can this his, end? More than that, his mother is a cop. Yeah. If you don't have a medical marijuana card, you have no business with the stuff, especially as a someone under 18. I would like to see Noah's mom realizing that Noah is like taking bigger quantities because he's sharing it with Yeah, that you. was a little sneaky sneaky. Yeah. I, I don't know and, if you I know, like that. And, and my whole thing dealer. is that... Noah's his dealer. Right. <laughs> Noah also... My whole thing is that marijuana definitely reacts different... Like, is different for everyone. So I thought it was just a little funny. Noah... And mind you, because he said that his mother gives him small dosages, that means that he's adapted to it properly. Whereas whereas Jude, you don't, it doesn't work, like everything else in the world doesn't work like that. You have to kind of figure it out and then know what you're doing. That's true. We'll see. I don't think it's a huge deal. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. You're a horrible person. However, it isn't for everyone and it's not as easy going as you, th- you might think as it is. Yeah, and I just know it that. It is a little taboo. Yeah, and there are also a lot of kids that watch the show that have never... Exper- like experimented with drugs, mm-hmm. have never drank, and like that's totally cool. And they're definitely not spreading this message that it's like you should try this. No. I think it's like one kid's experience, and I'm just hoping that something will come out of him eating these gummy worms while taking the test. Because in my bad experience, where I thought I was, I ate a Kit Kat, and I thought it was a dose, one dose it was, and I have no. Um, I, I don't smoke, so when I had it, it was so intense that I was spinning and everything felt out of control and it was so weird and I never did it after that ever again. It's been like three or four years. So I think it's, yeah. I don't know. like Edibles aren't really the, well, it doesn't matter, but. I'm I, like the only person that Dare actually worked for. That's all I'll say. Uh, <laughs> drug abuse resistance education. Yeah. Remember that, children. Um, let's talk about Mariana. While we're talking about taboo things, yeah. when she said bitches get things done. Yes! That was my reaction. My second reaction was, can they say that on Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, Here's the thing, okay. though, because you know what? That little boy, oh my goodness, how that made me mad the way people can just, like, they just don't care. Especially boys, When in regards to girls who know who get stuff Steffi, done. Steffi, he was just scared. He, was, I mean, he not even. Scared. He just thought he could push it, but I'm happy that she said that because it's true. And Sorry, the, I'm not going to be a little girl all the time. Yeah, and I was so proud to see this storyline because Mariana is the leader of the club. They're women in charge, mm-hmm. and but it's not easy. It isn't. It would have mm-hmm. been so easy for the writers to be like, look, she's in charge. Listen to everything I say. Exactly, but it doesn't work that way. And I'm yes. happy that Mariana's character... Uh, specifically when she said we have to choose your battles she was this is literally what women have to do in the business world in the real world is figure out how to be around or not to kind of make men feel emasculated or whatever emasculated um, what what is the word? demasculated demasculated yeah and so I like that she was being very wise about it and she emasculated I don't know either what does the tweet say? 
<laughs> but regardless, you know what I'm saying? To belittle someone. Yeah. You don't want to belittle anyone. And so she was being wise about it. However, it's very unfortunate because, you know, at a young age, you just don't get it. That's something you got to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been very fortunate in my adult life in a work situation where I haven't been uh, pushed down in any way by a man and mm-hmm. sort of been like in a really um, female powered environment, which yeah. I know is not the case in in every you know job experience. But I do think that it's important that she stood up for herself, even though um, you know the guys walked out. And I have to say, if a man did that. It wouldn't have gotten the same reaction. Mm-hmm. And I hate to pull out my woman card, but... It's true. Yeah. It's out, and it's bull crap. It is. Because, honestly, like, I, I think that if it was a guy that way, the girls would have just been quiet and been like, okay, fine, whatever, you know, rolled their eyes, and everyone else would have stayed. Yeah, that's because women know to continue to work and not yeah. be little dum-dums about just being like, okay, well, I don't want to do this. And I think the wheel issue, I think, had it been a man in charge, the guy who made the bad call would have had to have confessed right there. Mm-hmm. Or he would have probably tried to blame it on the girl. Regardless. <laughs> that was kind of bull, though, because, I, I don't know, like, if I if I were a man and not a boy in this situation, because clearly the immaturity was, like, disgusting, mm-hmm. I would have been, like, actually, like, I was the one that told her to, to yeah. order those wheels, whatever. It know? is, but you know what also makes me a little upset is that I'm wondering, did he know better and just do it just to make her look bad? I, I think he just thought they looked wheels look cool. Exactly, honestly. so... Yeah. yeah. Interesting dynamics with Emma and uh, Jesus. And I loved that when uh, they said that Jesus was joining the club, that Mm -hmm. Lena was like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, I love her surprise at this. And I think that that makes sense, too, because oftentimes kids, like, their academic sides of their brain kick in late. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember very specifically, like, midway through college, I was like, oh, I could study and, like, make straight A's. But it didn't dawn on me before that I was like... I just like did like good enough. And right. I was like, oh, I can study. I wish I knew yeah. college. I just did, I don't think I had interest <laughs> in it. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, at Stark zero five four six said, "Bitches get things done" is going to be on my tombstone. Right. <laughs> yes, girl. I'm gonna put some flowers on that, but please don't die. Also, um, a very mature conversation between Emma and Jesus about their relationship. I loved it yeah. because this is what Noah was speaking about. He's like, you know, I think people should see this side of men getting their heart broken and what Emma needed to realize was that sweetheart he doesn't want to be just friends with benefits like he likes you like they can feel that way and I thought it was really great Noah's just I mean Jesus oh I love you he's just so great and the fact that he went to Mariana in private was like I know you saw Nick I love that I love the way that he was looking at her just to see what she was going to say when Stephanie was bringing that all up to them I agree what do we think about the Nick storyline? I get her. I would have done the same thing. It's just, no, I I don't think that she's. I I actually think she's wrong. I just think that her intentions are right. Yeah. No, I I think she's but, wrong as well. But I I just feel yeah. like in her position, I would have done the same. Um, I I'm just so surprised that like a like the judicial system could like let somebody out like this. Mm-hmm. And I think the loophole is that what Nick's father said that no one had proof he had a gun at school oh, I was just gonna be like it's just because he's like white and comes from a rich family I that think too. that that is a major factor of course it is because look, look at him he looks like oh he can't do no harm it reminded me of like Please. the Berkeley had it been anyone case. else they would have been like oh that's a thug that's this that's a terrorist or whatever but you every time it's a white and excuse me but every time it's a white male it, it goes to sickness oh they're psychologically not there right now right. but it's like no get out of here He's just manipulating the system and knows how to do it right because he had the money and the opportunities to get the education 
for it. Well, I think we saw him massively manipulating. Absolutely. At the courthouse, like surprisingly. With the M necklace thing. Yeah, get out. Yeah, like we've seen him like be subtle and charming before, which is like a manipulation, mm-hmm. like not in like a negative connotation. Right, but just how you are sometimes. But not for these bold-faced lies. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he was also like playing the game in that sense because the last time him and Mariana left off, it was like you're still my girlfriend, you said it, we're going to be together when I get out. And then he was kind of like, well, obviously your mom is not going to let me see you, so what am I going to say to sort of like make it all better? But the fact that Steph told Mariana flat out that if he contacts you, you need to let me know, like that's a violation of of their agreement, it's a problem. And I, I would hope that it uh, leads to consequences for him, But for Mariana, I think, you know, she's concerned about Nick, but also now about her safety because Mm -hmm. it's not just about him anymore and what he's going to do to himself, but what is he going to do to her for lying? Yeah. And at the end of the day, if I was her, I would think as much as everyone says that they would take care of me and that they'd be there for me, he still showed up in my room. Yeah. In my house. I think that there's... I think something will happen, and I think that we, Nick, will not be on the show for much longer, Mm -hmm. just because this kind of character, um, the kind of energy in the show is, like, okay and exciting to watch for a couple episodes, but, like, long-term, that's not what this show's about. Yeah, and it's It's very toxic. Yeah, like, rehabilitating this person, it's not Mm -hmm. this other family, and um, I just don't know how you can get around it with this person on the show, so I'm worried that something bad will happen, and then he'll just go to juvie or something for long-term. I think he's going to end up going to prison. I'm shocked that he's back on the show this early, honestly. Me yeah. too. Um, we are almost out of time. Let's get to some predictions. Yes. Okay. We have a lot to talk about from that promo. Yes. After Buzz TV News. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so let's briefly go through what we saw in the promo because it was a lot. Oh my god. We saw Jesus in the hospital with something over his nose. Yeah, right. what the heck? And I doubt it was elective nose surgery. Um, we also saw AJ and Callie in bed together. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Fornicating. We saw Jude. Oh god, telling Jude Callie telling to Callie. get out of my life forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't even mention the Jude and Noah kiss. I think it was cute. Don't at me. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. I thought it was giggly and sweet and perfect. Yeah, I think it was. And I'm not just pandering. I actually believe that. I thought it was perfect, and especially like when it happened, it was like a good up time. And who fantastic. knows what they'll be. Doesn't yeah. matter. Exactly. Slow, Man, you know what? Oh, continue. Continue. Okay, so other, other thing we saw is Mariana and pills. Oh, right. Homie's back to her pill game from season one, ain't she? Yeah, but she was pushing the pills in season one. She wasn't taking them. Oh. Yeah. Change I wonder what she thinks she needs them for, though, this time. De-stress? Um, I guess. Well, if if it was ADD medication, she's taking it to stay up to finish the coding and everything, oh, right? Absolutely. Or of maybe it's like Xanax. No, you're right. I don't. I don't know stressed. what uh, red and blue pills are. I don't know. Well, my sister's a pharmacist. We can call her. Can we call on my sister? <laughs> <laughs> this pill is red and blue. What was it? Um, I, I have no idea what. That's unfortunate. Before. Oh wait, um, you see, the, I really here's my thing with the the Jude though. I really hope that they don't. That's not what the marijuana is causing. What the Cali what? fight? Yeah, I hope that that's not why. Oh, that's because, weird. Because that just that just doesn't make sense. And yeah. It would just be silly. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate that he's even saying it. 
Yeah, I think that the uh, the, the authors I and mean, the the writers are going to take the Jude and No relationship a lot slower than the Jonner one, mm-hmm. just because they saw how affected people got by that relationship, and I don't think they want to do that quite yet. Right. And also, like, why have rotating boyfriends or significant others for Jude? Like, that's not how like it works. Always. Yeah, exactly. However, I love Noah for him though. Yeah, he's, he's cute. cute. He's really cute. I think they're young and let him have fun. And he's just fun and he's great. I don't think he's a horrible influence, even though he shouldn't have done that. But yeah. he has Jesus in his life. That's what I'm saying. I need to meet the mom. That's part of like what I want to talk about. But anyway, um, so I'm going to go with Lizette's predictions that Brandon walks in on AJ and Callie. Oh, no, because it's Danny's house? Or Mike and Anna. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, I just hope it's Anna. Lizette, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? So that would be amazing. If Brandon was the one to walk in on them, I feel like that would just make it official. They're done. They're done after that. Um, So anyway, that is one prediction. And then the other one is about Jude and Callie. And I think that Jude is a teenager and he has a very protective and sometimes overbearing sister who feels like she needs to drill her influence into him. Oh, okay. And yeah. I think that that little disagreement that we saw, I think that's what that was. Yes, no, I you're think right. it's him pushing her away because she's being overbearing again. She's going to figure it out, put herself in there, say that it's not okay, and he's just like, dude, get out of here. I have moms now. Yeah, you don't I, have to be my mom anymore. I think that's a great prediction. I think that the Jew yelling at Callie's storyline will be like the least dramatic of the entire yeah, episode. Right, yeah. We have three more coming up. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're just still introducing drama. Right. Okay, can we just like predict one more thing? Just like go down the line because I want to hear what everything. Ha- okay, so how do you think Jesus got hurt? Um, I'm really afraid that it was either something to do with Nick. Mm-hmm. If not, maybe something in the club with the guys. Okay. You know, for it to but be. But what did they say? I'm sorry. What did they say? They're like, oh my god, how did this happen? Or oh my god, why did this happen? It was as if they knew already I don't know, once but it, it was, was there. Really bad. But to be in a hospital surrounded by your family, and he had like a whole thing on. Yeah. Um, my prediction is that he, Nick, he through like, the fence through the fence or something. Yeah. Somebody attacks him, or I don't know. That's my prediction. Wow. Because yeah. I could so I could see him going thing. him and being like, "Don't don't you dare talk to my sister" or something like that. Yeah. I have no idea. The only thing I could thought of was like a car crash, and that was like the safety uh, balloon. What's okay. that called? Yeah. Air, uh, the, oh, I have no idea. Airbag, well, airbag. what I do hope is that it's smaller air than mattress. we think it is. Because we really don't need any more fighting on this show. I know. Mm. I guess we'll see. Oh, my sweet Noah. Um, I Do you think we'll see a big like robotics competition to end the season? <laughs> yes. No, I think that'll be the second to last. I think that'll be cool. We have like our dance competitions, right, we have Roman Juliet, all the robotics. I'm excited for that. If it is, then it better be a dope robot made by Mariana. Mariana. Yeah. <laughs> and coded by Mariana. Exactly. Okay, everybody cover your ears. Jillian, are we allowed to announce who's coming next week on our show? Yeah, go ahead. <gasps> you tell everybody. Um, we're gonna have Hayden Byerly on the show next week. It's our Judicorn. We love him. Ooh. I can't wait. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I missed Hayden the last time around, so I'm excited that oh he's coming back, God. and he's really excited to come in. Good. So I can't wait to see how tall he is. Oh my, oh, my God. Also, part of the Foster's family news, Rosie O'Donnell and Garrett Clayton have been cast in the Hairspray Live. Super excited. <gasps> really? So Garrett is Link Larkin. Not really. Yes. And then Rosie's playing a couple different roles. Fantastic. Yeah. A gym oh. teacher, stereotypes. Just kidding. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, she's probably going to be... Mm, actually, yeah. I have a couple ideas for that, too. All right. We have to go. Where can everybody find you until next time? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Left. You can find me on Twitter and... Inst- no, you can't. Damn, only on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie on Instagram <laughs> at the Stephanie Georgie. <laughs> and I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. We'll see you next week with Hayden Byerly. Good night. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 